I've also been working very, very hard on my Tears of the Kingdom save file. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, we've seen the sun in Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> How about see. you, Murdoch? Have you got your Switch back yet? No. <laughs> no it is still no. in repairs. He <laughs> sent it in with a problem. It came back with more. Uh, oh, no. So it needs to stay in there for just a little while longer. So Put unfortunately, it's not uh, done yet. <laughs> there, there, there are no tears of the kingdom. There are my tears. Tears of Murdoch. <laughs> tears of Murdoch. I need to find something uh. to look forward to. Well, there is something we can just wildly and baselessly speculate on next week's Apple event, WWDC, <laughs> which is what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy, and I am joined today by Jeff. Hey, up, guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. And continuing the fact that this is a podcast that is not about tech, we are going to be talking about Apple's upcoming software and hardware event, WWDC. See, so, it's, not about, it's not about tech. We're talking about other people talking about tech. So technically, we're still correct. <laughs> uh, so strap in for some wild and baseless speculation because we know nothing about anything. Mm -hmm. And so, Moggy, for the people at home that may not know what <laughs> WWDC is, definitely not me, who most definitely understands what WWDC is, um, or Woodica, Woodica, what is this? And what what is what, what is this? So, WWDC is Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference, which is a rather boring title for their. It's where they announce mostly their software updates, but also it's often where we get a look at new. MacBooks, new iMacs, that kind of thing. It's historically been quite boring until, ironically, <laughs> the, woo, yay, until the <laughs> pandemic kind of forced Apple to be a bit more creative because they took everything online. And it's actually been somewhat interesting, especially this year, because this might be the year that they announce something I'm certainly interested in, which we will get to. Because first, we've got to get through the really boring stuff, which is the Hardware and software updates to the MacBooks and phones. Ah, uh, yes. Those. It, it's not been a great couple years for that, has it? Not exactly. I think it's it's gotten to a point where there is not a lot that they can improve on without drastically changing their approaches to certain things. Apple is, is, is known to stick very much to their guns. So it the past couple of years have just been marginal improvements across their lineup. Like the, their phones haven't changed software-wise very much. Their their tablets. There was an attempt. I'll give them some credit for their attempt at sort of hybridizing the desktop and, and and tablet market. And that 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 has been interesting to watch. Not great, but interesting. And their desktops have yeah, desktops very much they're mature. I think that's the main issue for the software. They're all quite mature platforms. I mean, in the last couple, they have started adding some long-awaited things that Android users have had for a very long time, things like uh, widgets, which rumors say they're going to be more interactive with this next update, which is nice. <laughs> I can't now, believe it's taken it this long to get there, but that's nice. Now, remind me, is this the one last year where they had the guinea pig on the screen? I think so. Oh, I think so. Because I I vaguely remember being being told to watch that, um, and, and I did, and I remember nothing from it except the guinea pig. So my particular hype <laughs> and speculation is more guinea pigs, perhaps a chinchilla. 
That may be. Oh, little chinchilla iPhones because they've got those little hands and you can hand them stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, chinchilla with iPhones. That's my, that's my, okay, that's, that's my hundred, my hundred pounds I'm putting down, chinchilla with iPhones. That is the next thing. Uh, the best yeah. I can give you is supposedly a new note-taking app. <laughs> Exciting times for us all. Mm. With, with Chin- extra added health and mood tracking. Chinchilla, uh-huh. iPhone, chinchilla <laughs> iPhones. Uh, who, who knows? Is this the year they finally had a calculator app natively to the iPad? Mm. No. <laughs> no, it is not. It's never the year. Wait, it doesn't have a calculator. No. No. Supposedly, Bloody Steve hell. Jobs, in one of his like final acts on this earth, didn't like the idea of just putting the iPhone calculator on the iPad because it's just a giant calculator. <laughs> and he said, that's bad. Go away and do better. And they never did. Hmm. Which is frustrating when you're somebody like me playing, you know, a Dark Souls Elden Ring type game and I'm trying to calculate how many souls I need to get for my next upgrade and I have to bring out a second device because, yes, I do play most of my games with the iPad right there with a walkthrough guide. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, why not? But also, like, if you're playing, like, D&D or a tabletop game and you've got your stuff on your iPad, that's, like, perfect time to have a calculator to work out. So why would... I don't understand. Back to the chinchillas. So <laughs> Back to the chinchillas. Do you reckon calm, the phones are going to be, like, think of chinchilla sized I mean, uh, Jeff's, oh. ab- Jeff's mind has been absolutely blown. Oh, what is this? How? Oh, How is this stuff so f- to be? <laughs> they're so fluffy and they've got those little hands. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it's for little, but the hardware rumor is we're going to get a 15 inch MacBook Air, which, again, I am just so confused with what Apple are doing with the Air lineup. Like, I thought they were supposed to be their thinnest and lightest. Uh, we did have this conversation the other day that I do think that if they, if this is their move to a completely bezel-less device, so like the actual device itself doesn't get bigger. In fact, I always want smaller laptops. It's one of the few devices I do want them to keep making it smaller and lighter. I hate carrying laptops. Mm. They're too heavy. Mm. So if they come out with like a really like, you know, slender and svelte air with like this all screen and... This is like their way of announcing over the next few years, our devices are going to be more like this. I'd be all up for that. But if it's just a bigger MacBook Air, I am just more confused than when the iPad Air became the middle tier, not the low tier. I I don't understand Apple's naming conventions anymore. I don't understand. Also, I'm really disappointed in myself, guys, and I'm sorry. I had an incredible pun about bezels and bezel juice. And I can't, I can't remember what it is, so all I have was the punchline of Bezel Juice. So if uh-huh. you guys reverse engineer that and edit it back in. Um, uh, eventually. If you keep saying Bezel Juice over and over again, eventually a very thin and bezel-less iMac will land on your desk. No, that's just terrible. <laughs> edit it out. Take, it very Take me away. thin, bezel-less eye thing will show up. It'll be a thing. We don't know what it is. <laughs> From the new Eldritch line, I think. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> please, please um, squeeze the tentacle to interact with the device. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I mean, do we need to spend any more time talking about this? There's going to be updates for the watch. There's going to be updates for the phone. Our lock screens are going to get more. Our widgets get are going to. Uh, our widgets are going to be tappable now. And maybe the music app will allow us to read the lyrics on the lock screen as well as on the device, which for people like me that 
actually use that functionality. Yay! But I am not going to get excited for an event. So should we move on mm. to the wild and baseless speculation about the actually exciting thing? Take us, Moggy. Well... Take us to the places we've never been. <laughs> I'll just put one lockstep here thing. For the the 15-inch MacBook Air, I think this is trying to appeal more to the business market. Like here is, it's it's a light and thin, but with enough screen to do your productivity tasks kind of machine. There might be a market for it, but again, I think you're right. In terms of the lineup, the lineup is very confusing right now. I would like them to streamline it because I am a longtime advocate to people that if you're just using productivity apps, email, Word, web browsing, that kind of thing, just get an mm. iPad. You don't need a laptop mm -hmm. anymore. Get a wireless keyboard if you really need some more productivity. The larger mm -hmm. screen really is what sells a laptop to me now. And depending on what I'm going to do when I'm traveling, the extra weight of a laptop is a really hard sell for me. Like I don't like carrying, even my 13 inch MacBook is too heavy for my taste. Mm. Guys, it was when you accidentally pour your drink onto your screen and it's on the bezel, <laughs> that it's bezel juice. I remembered. <sighs> <sighs> Moving. Ever so swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, starring Michael Keaton. <laughs> Bezel juice. <laughs> oh, so VR is a relatively mature product now, right? Which is weird because I've yet to try it. I have never actually stepped into the virtual world. It's, def it's definitely mm. it's definitely hit like regular consumer level. Um, it's no longer a weird niche thing that only that one guy has. You know, it's quite mm. easy to get a hold of VR for most people. But outside of like gaming and I mean, the architectural industry has made really good use of VR for like virtual walkarounds when they're trying to sell an idea or a concept to a client. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing use of it. But outside of that and gaming and even gaming has... It's a niche right now. Like it's not like they're porting every game to yeah, a VR every, version. Games need to be made in very particular ways in order mm -hmm. to work in VR. So I think that's what's really holding it back. So the rumor that Apple is about to step into the VR space asks a lot from my imagination because the other rumor is it's not going to just be VR. It's going to be AR or augmented reality, which that my only cool. Well, my only frame of reference for that is basically. Tony Stark from the Avengers movies and that very niche anime that's on Netflix called Deno Coil. Which was awesome. Which it had like, is awesome. Because you had the little virtual dog. It kind of looked like a bunch of marshmallows stuck together. I like that dog. Mm. I've, I've had... This was a while back while doing a sort of internship. Like, I've had a very brief exposure to, like, an AR headset. Mm -hmm. It was a strange experience. It's like a Google Glass type situation, right? No better. It it did overlay an interface in your field of vision. The mm. Google Glass situation was a little bit different. Well, from what I understand of the rumors about what Apple's going to do, maybe you can tell me whether this is something similar to what you've got. The rumors right now are that they're going to model the it's going to be a full VR wraparound. So, you know, like which is generally one of the issues with VR. It's a very isolating experience. You put the helmet on, so to speak, and you are now in the matrix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are then going to have like some sort of battery pack that goes on your waist so that it's you're not having all of the weight on your head, which is nice, but also it becomes Wires. more of a thing. Well, it's a thing now. You are mm. in a thing. Mm. But 
supposedly they're going to incorporate like up to 12 cameras on it so that you don't need you don't need controllers or any of these weird wands that seem to be quite popular like the idea seems to be that the cameras are going to capture your surroundings relay it into you so that you can then see into the real world and then overlay the virtual elements into the real world now people who have used like the iPad Pros and some of the more modern iPhone Pros, Maxes or whatever, I think you'll be familiar with this because they use the LiDAR cameras to do something similar. And you can actually, when you look at products in the Apple Store, you can like do a virtual thing, like how it's going to look in your environment. It's kind of kludgy, kind of weird. I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to wrap an iPad around your face <laughs> with 4K <laughs> screens, like, smushed against your eyes uh, with, like, know, LiDAR cameras. Yeah, LiDAR cameras just capturing everything around you. All, all, I all, I'm, all I'm imagining is just a blacksmith sort of taking an iPad, you know, setting it to the fire and then sort of just, like, <laughs> Tony hammering away this in a cave. until it becomes a helmet shape. <laughs> I have created it. It is done. But why hmm. I'm excited, why I'm actually excited legitimately is that Apple very rarely jump into a product space without some idea of how they're going to make it marketable. However, I do believe that whatever they come out with is going to be what I like to call not for you. I think this is going to be a very expensive, very early product that's meant to hook in the the rich people and the developers. Here's a new toy, buy it, make apps for it, and then, you know, we will then make work on making it smaller, lighter, and more affordable. Mm-hmm. What they did with the iPod kind of is what I'm thinking. They weren't the first to do MP3 players. They weren't even the first to do small and portable MP3 players, but they were the ones who made it cool. They were the ones who kind of yeah. brought it to a much wider right. market. It's like, oh, right, okay, I just plug this thing in and I buy my music and off I go. I don't need to navigate some strange, dark part of the internet. I don't have to connect 38 <laughs> wires to this giant brick in my pocket. No, this is a cool little thing. So if you remember the adverts at the time, they there was like a whole, th- you know, they had like a whole thing with the stylized colored silhouettes and the dancing Ooh, with the white silhouettes. headphones. It was iconic. It, it was, I mean, yeah. in terms of advertising, it was a masterclass. The uh, Gorillas no. Feel Good single, that one, that one was a hit with that. Feel yeah. Good. yeah. Thanks. That's going to be in my head all week now. <laughs> I can well, think of worse songs to be stuck in your head, my friend. That's true. That's true. It is a great, the whole album's great. It's a good message, though. Feel good, no? I I will interject just a little bit. Part of the appeal of the iPod, aside from the, you know, it, it it's a nice device to use and it's a nice device to navigate. And they they, they figured out a lot of, you know, uh, individual pieces there. But they also introduced the, uh, like, the music store concept, right? The walled garden. Oh, well... Okay, introduced is a strong word. They streamline the online store. So you buy your music and it's straight into the iPod it goes. So that's yeah. that's the walled garden, that's the ecosystem. That's also part of the appeal of like, you know, that was the appeal of the iPod. You were talking about AR slash VR, the Apple way. And yeah. I have a little bit of gloom and doom in terms of oh, a no. prediction regarding this. Feel good, Murdoch, feel good. Take that message <laughs> uh, to heart. Well, n- no, no, not, not with this specifically. I've been no. carefully watching. <laughs> Tears of Murdoch all the way down. 
We've oh. moved on from Feel Good and we're actually going to the rest of that album and it's all very morose. <laughs> um, no, it's just after after watching the Apple space and, you know, uh, just, just crying every chance they've, you know, like every time they've had a chance to make a dent in the like traditional gaming market. <laughs> they, they, they fumbled miserably. They now have all the pieces, but they were so disconnected that, you know, the market has lost interest. And let's be honest, the enthusiasts in the VR space are also, there's a very like large crossover on that Venn diagram with the FOSS Linux type people. The VR people really want everything to work with everything. They want, if you make a game for one headset, it should be portable to the next headset because they believe very much that this ecosystem that they're all really enthusiastic about only works if it's freely and open. That's like the antithesis of how Apple do things. And, mm -hmm. and there, there, there's a very good reason for it. Number one, it's like this is, it's expensive hardware. Oh, I, I, as I said, I do believe whatever Apple come out with, uh, dub dubs, <laughs> I'm going to call it dub dubs now, is going to be eye-wateringly expensive. That's my prediction for the day. It's it, going to it, be <laughs> obscenely <laughs> expensive. Eyeglasses, uh, eye-watering. I see what you do. Eye-watering <laughs> because of the number of pixels, you know, glaring into your oh, eyes, yeah. like looking <laughs> at the sun. It's uh, just like, it's like we're, yeah. we're bringing it around. It's like that scene from Clockwork Orange where his eyes are just <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to WWDC. <laughs> Oh, with Beethoven play. Oh, they should do that. What I think will make or break this for Apple is going to be that Apple factor that drew me in, that special source that makes the device fun and easy to use. Now, mm. the fact that all the rumors are leaning so heavily on AR over VR tells me that that's part of their focus. This isn't going to be, you know, your PlayStation VR. This is Apple's big step into gaming. I think, and this is me being, this is my unbridled optimism and wild speculation. Done right and based on the kind of Iron I'm Man uh -huh. <laughs> and the Deno Coil concept. AR, done correctly, could absolutely revolutionize how we use computers and how we interact with the digital space, especially if the rumors are true that what they're aiming for is a device that you just use, it watches your hands and listens to your voice, a bit like the computer from Star Trek. We're kind of heading mm. towards like Iron Man or the holodeck, and mm. this could I mean, imagine instead of like digitally drawing something, like you have a concept, you're like, okay, I'm not very good at art, but I have to kind of figure out how to make my stupid hands make this thing. You can instead ask the computer, give me a box. Okay, make it a little longer, make it a little, you know, and you start stretching it with your hands the way that Tony Stark does in the movies. This is kind of how that begins, I think, because holograms haven't really worked out very well because the technology is difficult. AR is like the step into that. And if Apple mm. make their UI fun and unique, that could draw people in. It's if it's the thing is with like um the UI is gonna be a really, really interesting because it's got to be something that is 
both appealing to look at, but also non-intrusive. Because if you're going to have this stuff strapped to your face 24-7, it needs to be, and you're still trying to interact with the world, it needs to be done in a way that it doesn't get in the way of you actually seeing what's in front of you. So he's like, you can't, I mean, just like, just imagine the pop-ups and, and the alerts, you know, you're driving oh, and he goes, you've got oh, the text from so-and-so. Nah! I'm just imagining the thing blue screening while you're crossing the road in traffic. No. Oh my god, it's like Ghost in a Shell where the eye when they hack like the the visual computers when they when they go down. Yeah. Well, that's what Denocore really tapped into was this kind of existential idea of what's real, what's not, if the digital world becomes ever present in your life, especially with children, as the anime focuses on young children. Mm. They don't mm. know the necessarily know the difference between what's real and what isn't. It starts what, asking, are these you know, what is real? You know, we're getting into yep. very like matrix territory, Baudrillard type thing. Well, especially with the fact that, you know, this one of the main characters in that show is a pet dog that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's a digital dog and you become or at least I I mean, obviously you know me very well. I get attached to anything that's even remotely like an animal. But you get very attached okay. to this dog. Pokemon Go becomes a very different concept with this. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Pokemon, a game like Pokemon Go with AR, it's a, uh, yeah, as you mentioned up top, it's, it kind of changes a lot, huge amounts. It could make things very, very fun, but also very, very dystopian if done badly. It's, it's an interesting one. And considering the, like, rather large failures in the space right now, like, you know, quite famously, Facebook Meta tried to get what in essence was a very large scale second life chat room thing going and nobody was interested. Mm. It, it just wasn't hooking people. So... I also there is the barrier. I mean, aside from all the huge, huge issues with that whole concept with Facebook anyway, the barrier to entry to be involved in that was so high because at the time, and still now, the average person doesn't have VR. They have, they have the ability to access it and get it, but it's not something that's in everybody's daily lives. Now, if AR becomes ubiquitous, maybe that's maybe it'll start over. Hmm. Well, I think this is what I wanted to get at with the idea of wrapping an iPad around your face. All jokes aside, the rumors are it's going to have like the same internals as like a MacBook or an iPad Pro. This is your Apple Silicon coming back into picture. And I think this is really what's making this maybe possible is the very thin and lightweight Apple Silicon chips that can run without fans, that can run without, hopefully it doesn't burn anybody. But <laughs> I know how hot my MacBook gets. <laughs> that's, well, actually, that's a very good point. But both you and I made the interesting uh, decision to hop in at the very last generation of the Intel MacBooks. M1 seems mm -hmm. to be doing, well, faring a bit better in that regards. It's maturing quicker than I had anticipated, for sure, but the cost is still quite high. Mm. But what I think could set this apart is right now, most of the high-end VR requires not just the headset, not just the paraphernalia that you need to equip a room with to track your you know, yourself moving through 3D space with wands and base stations and other magical contraptions. You also need like a very expensive desktop PC mm. that you are tethered to. It seems like Apple's idea here is going to be that the headset is itself the computer. Mm. You're not going to have to be hooked up to a Mac to use this. 
And I think that could be what sets this apart because the other headsets in that space are more like Android phones strapped to your face and that kind of hampers the performance. Mm-hmm. So no, I th- I think I think you're right in terms of you know all the hardware pieces. They have some very powerful you know and and perhaps underutilized bits and pieces. Their processors, their sensors. It, I I think you're on. You're very much spot on with like the innards of an iPad uh, just redistributed around a headset. If they make it light enough, if they make it you know power efficient enough. Uh, there, there's potential there. There, there's some real potential there, but it will depend on execution. I think that that's what remains to be seen. Well, that brings us to the last piece of wild speculation, and this is all rumor. This is coming from like discussions. I'm not seeing much of this discussion in articles. But this is more the baseless rumors... the chinchilla. Oh, nah, dude, stupid. I am like that's stupid. The I, chinchilla is ready fact. to go. <laughs> Supposedly, Apple want you to talk to this thing. And the rumor is, is that the developers were so upset with Siri that they asked, can we just make our own interface? So everybody else has kind of dropped off of VR for now. And they're focusing on what we're calling AI, but is actually maybe just sort of like advanced language models. Mm -hmm. I could see Apple announcing a beefed up Siri to go alongside this. And that might be the fun thing for everybody if that trickles down to the rest of us, you know, non-rich plebeians who won't be getting this device for some time. If they release a new Siri, do you reckon they'll call it sorry to apologize for how bad Siri was? (laughs) Oh, Jeff, no. How long have you been sat on that one? Like, not long, not long. About a a couple couple seconds, but... (laughs) Bravo. <laughs> it, Thank de- you. It, it, it's definitely an interesting time, like a crossover period, you know, uh, this, this step into AR, VR, and like AI-assisted voice assistance, AI-assisted. <sighs> well, it's that kind of like Star Trek, you know, computer do this, computer do that. Siri right now, when you're sort of like, you know, if I was trying to Siri, Siri, can you give me a box? Siri would probably say, playing box by some band I'd never heard of. Wait, it's, wait a, hey, it's, Siri. It's, it's, it's good at, what's it going to it's, it's, it's good at natural language processing in the sense that it can make out what you were saying pretty well. It didn't well. understand. It just doesn't understand very <laughs> no, well what exactly. you're trying to get it to do. And this will be the interesting one because I think that could be another thing that makes or breaks this because right now entering into the little VR bubble... I think a lot of people are struggling in how to interact with the objects inside when you can no longer see your hands. Mm. Even like Mm. experienced gamers are saying like, I'm having to feel the controller. Like I know where the buttons are, but not being able to like look down and check is disconnecting. It also Mm. really throws off your, you know, it throws off your inner ear and it makes other people very ill when you're unable to coordinate in your own surroundings. So it's a big challenge that they're going to have to deal with. Well, now, if they've got all those cameras on there, although I'm imagining like a, a Terry Gilliam style thing with like full on CCTV cameras strapped <laughs> to the side of somebody's head. <laughs> oh, no, it's just like the that character from that comic book. Uh, he's just got a big TV for a face. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what that was called. Uh, Saga. Yeah. No, I mean, it's going to be an interesting one for sure, because like, can you imagine what 
you could do if like, you know, you can just step into another world and suddenly all of the ideas we have about audiobooks and movies and video games and it all changes when you can directly interact with it. Hmm. Mm. And if it's then overlaid on the real world around you, suddenly it's no longer an isolating experience. Although if it does become popular, we do get one step closer to living in something out of a cyberpunk dystopia with people just walking around with like the, I'm, I'm very Star Trek today, the uh, Geordie LaForge visor just <laughs> on. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, Transmetropolitan. Geordie LaForge's visor was like very, very cool. Oh, so, I mean, that's a good thing. Of all the cyber dystopian futures, let's go for Georgia LaForge reading Rainbow and <laughs> not so much Blade Runner. Less Blade Runner, less Transmetropolitan, more Star Trek and good, wholesome <laughs> reading just, Rainbow guy. I'm, I'm just thinking future <laughs> to something with that iPhone episode. Oh, God. It's been yeah. on my mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's definitely something to look forward to. We'll have to see what they actually announce. So that is, get out your bingo cards, you know, start prepping those and see what gets announced as it gets announced. AR is an interesting space, but I think there's just, there is just a lot of speculation at the moment as to what they might do and if it's even going to be announced. Like, there is a chance that they don't announce anything and just play it completely safe. Here are our usual, you know, set of announcements for the year. Here's the new software mm. updates. Maybe here's some so maybe some some hardware. And, and, and it's just that. And AR gets pushed off to another event or another year. AR is coming in the, um, like, sort of in the consumer field. Mm. It is. And there are a number of independent companies doing AR with their glasses. Most of them are quite small companies i can't remember there's a name yeah. of there's a name of one of them but you know it, it, it currently plugs into you know um, android phones and mm. top tier iphones it's it, it's out there and if apple does anything really really well it's taking ideas that people already have making them better and then claim they invented it so <laughs> it is going to happen sooner sooner rather than later even better is a strong word to use for what apple do they make it more expensive trendy they make it more trendy and they make it more saleable, if that makes sense. Yeah. They make people want to buy it. Like I said, the the original iPod is what happens when Apple do their thing right. Hmm. They take something very uncool, which was like these geeky hard drives with a music player slapped on top, and they turn it into the must-have device for the decade. Right now, there's about there's about five Zune aficionados out there. That's all the Zune aficionados. There's five of them going. <laughs> We're gonna no, get so no. many Zune emails. <laughs> listen, 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 all five I, I, of them. <laughs> listen, for, for the iPod specifically, I, I will I will hand it to them. The click wheel was a revolution. Like that 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 was a revolution in terms of interface. Like, you know, interface, yes, and interface in terms of navigating so large lists, important. that was a revolution for its time. It's very important to have an intuitive um, interface for people that don't really do tech much. Mm. That's where that's where the iPhone and the iPods excelled so well is that they just you know you you, you see now with iPhones you give them to a baby and multi touch. Yeah, it's just it's intuitive and people get it straight away. And that's what they're going to need to do with something as uh, complicated and in depth as AR. They're going to have to make it very simple to use. Uh, that's my excitement. That's I see. That's where I'm optimistic. Is Apple are one of the few companies that I think are in the correct space to do that. Mm -hmm. There are 
there are plenty of other companies who can get the hardware out there, but their track record on making it usable and fun. Apple make their things fun. That other is true. companies do tend towards the more businessy, like, here is a laptop, it does your work. No, it doesn't. It just does, okay? Just just calm down, put this tie on. Just, Apple is more <laughs> like, hey, man, let's put this beret and this, like, you know, like, black turtleneck sweater on and let's just get groovy with our computers this, 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 yeah. this is the mac versus pc advertisements all <laughs> <Yeah>. over again <laughs> right a lot of it is hype a lot of it is marketing mm -hmm. but i think it, i think for something like ar to really move into the next step that's what it's going to take it's that little extra special sauce and i think that's also what apple need if they're going to tempt people out of their safe spaces right now with the Oculus, with the Valve Index, even with the PlayStation VR headsets, mm. to start making products for a new ecosystem that may have an, a large amount of lock-in and that walled garden, they're going to have to offer something. And if that something is a UI that is intuitive and fun, that might be enough. Oh my God. Microsoft, when they had the little helper, that it was a little paperclip. Everybody hated. Everybody mm -hmm. hated him, right? Yep. So, so, okay, so, 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 okay, so, so, bear with me. Stay with He's me, here, guys. He's back. Okay, <laughs> this is what again, one hundred percent. This is what's going to happen. You can put money on it, one hundred percent. Don't write at me if it doesn't happen. Okay. Well, I always like to end the episodes with something. So, Jeff, your final thoughts? <laughs> You're going to need an assistant in this AR world, right, to help you navigate it. Oh That's my. where the chinchilla is going to be. Oh my god! Ah. Because it's got the little hands to point to stuff. <laughs> Here's a pen. Don't want it? Just tosses it aside. Yes. yes. <laughs> you don't need this. It's the, it, um, that, that's where the chinchilla. I, I guarantee it 100. You can take that to the bank. Right, it, it's going to happen. That's my prediction. Invest wisely on Jeff's chinchilla <laughs> advice. In, in, right. in, invest wisely in Jeff's chinchilla Clippy replacement because Clippy was such a bad intern. <laughs> Uh, I will curb my enthusiasm just a little bit. Uh, like, this is a very strange space to watch. Like, this whole AR, VR space, it's been progressing in very strange ways. The crossover with, like, any of the, the advancements in, like, large language models as, as a method of interfacing with these things. Mm -hmm. So I will watch the space carefully. I will enjoy all the fireworks during the actual conference because Apple... Regardless of the actual products that they are marketing or announcing, they, they have become very good at creating spectacles. They put <laughs> on a put good on a show. <laughs> it they is. do. They put on a show. But I, I think the last note I would like to end on is this one. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about a lot of angry emails for like misquoting. I don't know <laughs> if it was Arthur C. Clarke, but somebody somewhere has mentioned that. I'll have to look this up. Somebody, somebody somewhere has mentioned like... Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am right now with just, I, I in myself, I'm trying to be more optimistic, trying to be less doom and gloom and tears of the Murdoch. And <laughs> I am just kind of secretly hoping that we really do get a sort of Iron Man Jarvis type situation, like those scenes when he's creating the new suit, talking to his, you know, AI butler. It was so, it like, was so cool. It was yeah, very, very cool. Like, that I can get excited about. And I think 
that's the direction that I would be taking this in. But I am also a professional idiot. So <laughs> it, it does have the potential. Do it does have the potential. If done right, does have the potential to replace the need for like, you know, a desktop, a laptop, a tablet, like all our conventional thoughts about like what a computer is. Yeah, it, that's that's the crazy thing is this could go anywhere from just another headset to throw away everything you knew before computers have just changed. Mm. It's crazy how much space there is between those two things mm -hmm. for what could happen. And not just from Apple, like we're talking dub dubs, uh, which by the way, we are not going to be doing any kind of live watch along. We might put some stuff on the social. So, you know, subscribe to our Instagram for that. But due to the way we record episodes and the fact that ultimately this is a podcast, not about tech, we <laughs> won't be having any episodes, you know, there are, there are other people out there that are better exactly. equipped and a better source of information if you actually want to know about what's going on. Yeah, if you want your <laughs> debriefs, if you want to like sit down and watch everything, you know, like picked apart every pixel of the of the videos that they put out there, you know, analyzed, you know where to get that. That ain't us. We probably will talk about some of the stuff later on when it's out in the wild, when about, one of us actually gets a chance to touch it. About how know. right I was about the chinchilla. We'll have like a whole episode on that. <laughs> also, okay. seriously, if we have the chinchilla assistant, it could be called Cherry. <laughs> hire this man, Apple. Hire this man. Uh, he is spitting gold right now. Come on, that, come on. That, 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 has, that has just made my day. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, well, I hope you've enjoyed that one. I hope you're excited for WWDC or not, whatever your jam is. But stay tuned. We'll be coming at you with some more episodes soon. We've been Indulgently Minimal. You can follow us on Twitter at Indulgently Mini. We're on Instagram, Indulgently Minimal there. Any thoughts, questions, emails, angry or otherwise, email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. <laughs> I've been Moggy and I have been joined by Jeff. Uh, go easy on yourself, guys. And Murdoch. A small note, have something to look forward to and indulge just a little. I like that. Mm. I hope you've enjoyed it. See you for the next one. Bye. Take care, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>